Hello, hello, this is Lord Tommen. Welcome. Oh, hey, wo welcome. I'm Lord Tommen, welcoming you to a little uh, chat with me and my best friend. You might say, well, who's Tommen? And then if I said, well, best friend of Sir Pounce, that's who Lord Tommen is. You'd say, whoa, whoa, did you just say Sir Pounce? Is he, that's the cat with the greatest best friend. I remember the book of Targaryen friendships. That was written in the past, and they were talking about Tommen and Pounce from the future, and adventures, and but but the main thing written through the history of time is the glory to just be hell, behold a friendship of a man and a cat, a boy and a cat, a man transitioning or boy. It's confusing stuff, um, but the cat is Sir Pounce. And the best friend is Tommen. And they are two best friends. The friends, are, as I've said, the history will always know as best friends. Myself, Tommen, and Sir Pounce, who's in my lap. Say hi. Did you just say wash French? I'm learning things from the pod man. Now, some of you might need to be new... So the pod man said, set up your segment, Tom, and this is just like you have a pod mod, pod mod. And he said, uh, set it up. So you might not, you might have heard of a Tom and, and a Pounce from a world that rhymes with Besteros. Now we are incredibly similar to them. Uh, let's see, he said, uh, what does that say? Morally, emotionally wounded? Uh, emotionally wounded. But best friends, a boy so confused that he is confused about yeah him, these things. We were we were once affiliated with another land, but the Podman says no to fed fiction. Uh, but he says yes to Tom and Pounce somehow. Hypocrisy, uh, don't they call that hypocrisy? Hypocrisy. That's what mother mother said when uh, when she caught the maester. Uh, what was he doing? He was with her, uh, and she said, uh, 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 oh, she was so angry. Mother's anger. Anyway, I'm back with another tale. Now, a lot of people say, well, we love to hear when you go on adventures, Tommen, but we also love to hear about you, Sir Tommen, and, and your your new life of becoming a man. What did, what did the podman saying? No one wants to know about that? Well, I've got to talk. That's what I'm going to talk. Okay. He said, and don't talk about that. And so tonight is the tale of Tom and, and the first dates. <laughs> yes. Uh, so some of you might remember last week I got a swimsuit and a swim shirt, and I was planning on... Uh, Going to see uh, Kelpalina one day, going under the sea, and saying Kelpalina, Kelpalina, and and then uh, we. So then the podman said, "Okay, let's go find Kelpalina, Tom. And what do you say?" And I said, "Well, uh, uh, peace coming out." And he said, "Oh dear, Tom, let me help you." And then he said, "Good thing we bought more than one swimsuit." And then he said, "Well, let's go down." And and he said, "Cause I don't remember the beach. We didn't. We didn't." Uh, he goes, "That was in your imagination, right?" When you met Kelpalina, I said, "Oh no, no, no. It was on a beach with a giant clam that talked." And he said, "Right, right. So, 
Uh, so we drove to a beach in a, a bay, Moon Bay, he called it the Moon Bay. And it was lo lower tide, and he said, let's go in the tide pools. They're full of uh, creatures that may know Kelpalina. And then there's kelp beyond the kelp forests. He, he said, I think it might be seaweed. I don't know anything about water, he said. And he said, I'm afraid if we go to the aquarium, they'll arrest us. So let's fi try to find out. So we went to the to the shore of the beach. Yeah, it was not warm. I... In Westeros, we have warm. I, I like my water and my sand warm, warm on my feet, uh, you know, free of commoners, so, so they do not watch me. It, you know, now that I have a swim shirt, I feel slightly more comfortable, but I would say, Mother, I don't like them looking at me. And she'd say, Tommy, no one's looking at you. Leave me be with your uncle. We're going into this... What do they call that thing? A beach house? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, a tent house. And she'd say, you know, take him to the water and keep him down there. And so, but so this beach, it, it was uh, it was colder. But uh, he said, that, and it was not water, it was a beach. And then rocks with puddles. So he said, tide pools, Simon. And we see, he said, we could go to the edge of the tide pool. We could ask these sun sawfish. And they, I did not like them, okay? I, so I said, no. And then, so that ended because, and then there was other things he called them urchins. Urchins, I said, ah, that's the thing in the flea, flea bottom. They come to take, uh, they want to take my wealth. And he said, no, Tom, and no, 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 you can trust me. I said, I don't, I trust no one. Others said, trust no one. And he said, Tom, and the, let's go, why don't you call for Capolina's help and be brave. Show how brave you are. We will just show these creatures respect. Maybe ask them, have you seen Capolina? And then we will, uh... so he asked a couple of starfish. He said, look, Tom, and I'm talking to them. It looked quite strange. He was talking to the water because they were under the water. First he tried to lift one up and a woman said, no, no, no. This is a sanctuary. Leave them be. And he said, I'm just sorry. So he said, hey, have you guys seen Galbalina? And then I ran. And then he said, oh, jeez. And he ran. He said, Tom, you can't run. How would I ever find you? I cannot lose you. You are so precious to me. And you might say to yourself, well, where's Sir Pounce this whole time? And I think he was collecting feathers. I didn't know he was a feather collector. But when we see Sir Pounce... He always has feathers near, you know, in his uh, hair, or, you know, near his face, you know, stuck there with red paint on his face. They say, Sir Pounce, what do you got a feather face, my little feather face? And then he'd just take a bath and fall asleep. So then, so the podman said, okay, that did not work. He said, Tom, and tell me about you and girls. How, how much exposure to girls do you have? non-servant girls and I said well my sister's very nice and he said anyone else and I said well uh, you know uh, and he said okay well he goes you, do you know what a date is they have dates where you're from I said oh yes they uh, keep you they keep your digestive in order they're from are they from the reach I can't remember where they're from but oh yes dates are what uh, they are so delicious mother says eat two Tom and 
And maybe that thing, because the one time I ate a, uh, there was a man carving soapstone, which I said, oh, is this a soap? And I tried to bite it, it hurt my teeth. And then I swallowed, it was a horse, and Mother said, it will come out if you eat enough dates. Uh, but yes, uh, and he said, that's not the date. He goes, have you ever been alone with a girl other than your sister? And I said, mm, the scepters were, you know, watching me at a distance and saying, and, and he said, okay, well, I said, okay, let's, he said, how would you feel if you go on a date? And I said, what is a date? And he said, well, we'll do a double date. Uh, the two of us will maybe meet some young women or, you know, women between our ages and, uh, you know, have dinner or see. And he said, oh, no, I can't take you to the movies. I said, what's well, some old And he said, someday. But he said, okay, uh, I got an idea. And then he was trying to think. He said, Tinder, no, that's all, you know. He said, no, I don't know. And then he said, oh, it's a bounce. And he said he went on meet meeting up meet him. Uh, so he said we'll go to a, a cat cat fan meetup. And he said I said what is that? It sounds wonderful. And he said well it's where f friends of cats get together and talk about how much they love cats. And I see he says I think you'll fit in just fine. And I said is it a date? And he, he said well maybe we'll get some dates out of it. And I said, can I bring some pounds? He said, no, probably not, because cats hate each other, as far as he said, as far as I know. And Sir Pounce loves, you know, he goes, who can I? He goes, Sir Pounce lo loves lady cats. And he already got every cat in my neighborhood pregnant, he said. So, no, no. And I said, oh, well, what's Sir Pounce doing? He said, he, he likes to watch the, uh, uh, he said, he said, uh, Sir Pounce likes novellas. And I said, what is that? I see, he said, don't worry, Tom, and I'll put it on for Sir Pounce. And Sir Pounce did. He followed the Podman right into the Podman's room with the magic mirror. And he sat down. He casted some spell with his wand and then uh, some beautiful, beautiful. I said, can we go on dates with them? And he said, oh, boy, I've been on a few. Uh, but, 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 uh. And, you know, and I said, is that when you kick the bathroom door? And he said, he said, we get, let's go, Tom. And so we went to this place. It was called the uh, Kibble, Kibble and Bits uh, Inn, I think. He said it was a bar. And I said, I'm not allowed. And I, he said, Tom, and, and I, I, I insisted on wearing my swimsuit. And he said, that's, he said, well, maybe you should be loved for who you are, Tom, and that's fine. And I said, oh, there you go again, not shaming me. We could be, be second best friends when you don't shame me so. And he said, yeah, take it easy, Tom, and, uh, you know, it's okay. You don't have to be ashamed of everything. You know, you could, we'll find, one day, he said to me, Tom, and, You'll be able to determine the difference between shame and embarrassment and humiliation. But now you know no shades of those things. For you've never lived life as a human, more of a boy slug, you know, under your mother's iron rule. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't. And he said, wah, wah, wah. And I said, you, you sound just like Sir Pounce. And he said, yeah, yeah, I do. And then I said, okay. So we went into the kibble and bits, and there was a, 
so we went into the kibble and bits, and it was full of people, most having shirts with pictures of uh, the cats on there, which made it very... And I said, oh, and look at me, I wore my swim shirt. And already someone laughed. I said, hello, hello, what is your cat's name? And the podman, he was speechless. He said, and, and she said, well, my cat's name is Tinkles. And I said, oh, that's a great name. Why is it Tinkles? And she said, well, at first when, when I, you know, when it was just a baby, it would tinkle a lot. And I said, what does tinkle mean? And she said, pee-pee. And I said, oh, oh, uh, and then she said, oh, what's your name? I said, Tom, and uh, nice to meet you. Sorry, I have my cat shirt. Sorry, I left my cat shirt in the ocean as a tribute to my one true love, Kelpalina. And she said, oh, is Kelpalina your cat? And I said, no, my cat is Sir Pounce. And she giggled. She said, that is so nice. And I said, well, it was very nice to meet you, uh, Keeper of Tinkles. And then the pod man laughed. He said, Tom, oh, and she laughed. And he said, no shame, Tom, and this is not a shame laugh. And so I laughed. And then people started to gather around us, other cat shirt wearers and cat sweater wearers. And there was people who did out. And they said, oh, what are you, what are you wearing? And I said, I said, a swim shirt and a swim trunk. And they said, well, why? And I said, well, I'm planning adventures. Uh, I, I did uh, try to conquer my fear of uh, starfish today, but I did not succeed. And they were laughing. And then I got to spend so much time hearing about so many different cats. And I, say, I said, oh, my gosh, gosh, goodness, what in the seven heavens is this? I am so lucky, this part, man. I said, oh, and what's your cat's name, Fuzzy Face? No, no, Puffy, Puff, Puffy Cat. And I said, oh, well, that's a, the second most perfect name after Fuzzy Face. So what is your name? And oh, it's... And I, oh, to hear the, and I said, oh, is that, what is that on your cat's head? It is a, a, is that a ribbon? Who would have thought to put a ribbon in a cat's hair? That is, oh my goodness. And I said, oh, and, oh, and, and then what are those bells? Are those bells on your cat's, uh, what is that thing around? It's like, uh, you know, and then they would say, oh, well, tell us about it. And I said, well, my cat is my best friend. I miss him so easy. And they said, oh, is he? And I said, no, he's back. He's watching novellas. He loves novellas, the beautiful women on the novellas. But no woman on a, with a face of paint could be as beautiful as a woman with a cat on, on her chest or in her heart, to me at least. And they said, the podman, he, he was, he, he bet, you know, he's a talker, that podman. Normally he says, oh, man, let me tell you, you know, when we're not, he said, hey, let me tell you about the cats I had. There was sneakers and socks when I was just a boy in Marcellus, New York. And I say, oh boy, podman, you do not, you, you do, you know, you couldn't even be a jester. You could be the jester's assistant or something. He said, never mind, Tom, and, but I said, and I said, uh, tell us more about Sir Pounce. And I said, have you ever heard the word bravery? And they said, I said, Sir Pounce is the bravest cat. I like to say he's the cat to put braveness in bravery.
And then one, she said she was a teacher. She said, actually, that's impossible to put braveness in bravery. And I said, that's exactly why Sopounce did it. If you tell Sopounce that it was impossible to have the greatest friendship in the history of friendship, he would show you me, I would show you him, and the debate would be done. So then uh, pretty soon uh, I started to feel hungry. I said, as tight as this swim shirt is on me, I'm feeling quite hungry. Is there any kibbles or bits here in this? And they, so, and they said, well, Tama, would you want to go? So then the pod man and I, and who was it? Snuffy's mother, you know, Snuffy's owner. And who was that? Uh, Patergin. 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 It's a complicated one. That was her. And then um, who was the other one? Oh, Fletch. I, I said, Fletch, is that a, what does that mean? And then who's a tiger tail? And many others. They said, so we all went and ate at a place where you, uh, you, uh, you uh, share food with these sticks. And it was very interesting. You eat with sticks. And I said, I do not know how to do this. And they said, oh, let me show you. And, and I suddenly... When my hand would be touched by another hand, and they said, who was that? And I said, oh, boy, wow, I'm feeling hot in here, and I need to take my swimsuit off. And they said, oh, Tom, you're so silly. And I said, no, really. And the pod man said, you can't do that, Tom. And I said, okay, I'll keep it on, but oh, boy. And then uh, we ate those noodles. And it was spicy, and it was good. And I said, I, I said, I've never talked about cats like this. And I always wondered, uh, as a boy, I, I, you know, you, you, you think, oh, I would have a dream, and I would hope that dream came true, and it did. For I prayed to the old gods and the new for a best friend, for friendship. And so Pounce came my way. And then I dreamed of sharing a laugh with my mother or having her say nice things to me. And I had a dream about that. And then someone was crying. I said, uh, I said, it's okay. Uh, oh, Frenchie. Oh, for Frenchie. I'm not sure if that was her name or the cat's name. Uh, that was, the cat had a ribbon and a bell. And its hair was like, it had a little thing. And I said, oh, that Frenchie. But I still didn't know. I was like, oh, boy, Tom, don't get caught mixing up the names. But I didn't know it was so easy. But I said, this is a dream I have never had, but it has already come true, talking with all of you about cats, hearing about your cats, seeing you smile as you talk about your cats. And one day the bad man said, I need to go on some dates to date someone to prepare me for the woman I truly love who lives in the kelp forest, Kelpalina. And they said, well, and then they said, so uh, would, who, one day, would anyone date me? A double date, though, you'd have to go, when someone has to come for the pot man. He said, there's a one for, you know. And then that, that was it. The rest of the night I was swooning, I'll tell you. Yeah, I said, I can't wait to tell Sir Pounce about this. And then I got home. I said, Sir Pounce. I was like, and he, he, Sir Pounce, he listened. And he said, Romeo Wren. Romeo Wren. I said, this one, Frenchie, 
a bow and a bell. And so I said, wow, wow. And then he said, uh, you know, when can we meet up, you know? And I said, and I told him about Fletch. He said, round me around. And I, I said, well, and he, then he, I said, I think uh, Fletch is a boy. And so, and so Pounce said, and I said, so Pounce, you have one crazy cat. Yeah, I can't wait for you. And I said, you can play nicely with these cats and not, uh, like the Podman said, some cats don't. And so Pounce said, and I said, what did you say about that bell? And, I, and then the pod man said, he came and he said, Tom and I cannot believe you. And I said, oh, no, I I, I used the bathroom as you showed me. And he, I, he said, no, 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 Tom and good job. Tom and you've been on your first dates. I've never seen, you've done more dating in one meetup than I've done. Uh, he said, oh, oh, never mind. And then he held his head. And he said all the things he tried. He never tried talking. Now he said, if only if Kelpolina had a cat. And I said, Kelpolina has a cat? He said, no, no, no. If she had a cat and loved a cat, you'd be all set. And she exists in reality, he said. And I said, do not worry about that, bud man. And he said, well, Tom, and you... Have been on, and I, he says, he goes, you, my phone's blowing up with you, Tom, and, and it sounds like Sir Pounce is ready to pounce on some of these cats. So you'll be going on so many dates, you'll be ready for Capolina when you meet a good, great job, Tom, and you are always surprising me. And I said, no shame, and he said, no, 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 in a good way. I know, he's like, he said, you you may be in the right place, Tom, and for the world you lived in, a man, boy like you, did not fit. But here, is, is, they make movies about man boys, and they run companies, and they date women that go to cat meetups. Obviously, Tom, whoa, Tom, and look at that. And he said, never mind, you can't see that one. That's a ribbon, and he said, "I got." He said, "I gotta go, Tom." And and I said, "Kick the bathroom door." He said, "Probably twice." And I said, "Okay, Podman, I'll be here talking to Sir Pounce about the bows and the kitties." So I am proud to say that I am a da dating man now, and you know, soon to date Kelpolena. Of course, that is my end goal, but it is just so pleasurable for me to share my love of cats with people who love cats and say, tell me more. How, how why is your cat's toenails pink? What is that? That is so wonderful. Oh, why is your cat's tail got a little bend in it? What happened? Oh, that's so terrible. So that is it. Sir Pounce... He is happy. He just keeps saying, Rami Roar, Rami Roar, ring the row. So I'm going to tell Sir Pounce more while you go to sleep. Good night. It's time for my prayers. So crone, sweet, sweet crone, Miller, grinding away, Smith pounding away, Barky growing, stretching, ringing, ringing around your 
cambium in your bar within your bark stretching sunning uh you know chlor what do you call that when you chlorof with the, the stuff the chlorophyll does dropping nuts you know flowering budding uh, other barky yeah face smiling sometimes when people draw face smiles on you oh jester joking around let's me praying in you know, you guys probably know since you're gods. I was like, oh boy, this was this was not a not an easy prayer to come. I mean, you know, guys, we got a lot going on right now. You know, between I got some, you know, we're in a transitional phases and everywhere for me. It seems like good things with these listeners listening to the podcast and the support, spreading the word. Then we get stuff, you know, work stuff. That's like, oh boy, what's going to happen there? Then we got family stuff, the same thing. Like, oh man, this is, uh, so we got all that transition, guys. But, you know, those are the transitions I'd rather avoid dealing. You know, I put those in your, if I put those in your purview, will you do anything? I don't know, but I have to trust my lack of ability to, but anyway, you guys know that I've been, I didn't really want I let's be honest, guys, I didn't want to do this prayer and end because of the other transition that happened when I lost my temper one too many times this week with a cable company that provides my internet, my cable. And I said, that's it. Customer lost. And then cable was cut. I couldn't really afford it anyway. It was too expensive unless I kept, you know, trying to get them to lower the price. But then you guys know this. So that was one transition. I said, well, okay, well, what am I going to miss? I got to figure out, you know, they got other options, guys. We don't, we can't have a cord cutting podcast. If you want to know more about cord cutting, go to Cord Killers by uh, Tom Merritt and Brian. Uh, oh, boy, Brian, I forgot. You. He he has a show called Hacking the System, too. Great. He Tom Merritt's a straight guy. Brian's a, a lovable, wacky guy. So that guys, if you you know if you've got the iPads, I sent you know I sent to you with gift receipts. Uh, in my mind, I figure if just by you know imagining them, you should be able to foster it out of spiritual energy. A- anyway, guys, you know that I was putting off this prayer because I was. Uh, I said, I don't, and maybe you guys don't understand all this stuff because this is complicated. I said, well, this uh, that thing I was working on, that's called an antenna gods. And just like, you know, I, I send my prayers into the ether, the air, this antenna pulls uh, programming out of the air. And then that cord, one cord was a power cord because it's a powered antenna. And, I, you know, one I had a lot from the last two times I cut the cord, then learned my lesson. But then this, so one goes into electricity. I don't have time for that. Um, and the other one goes went into the TV tuner. So I, I don't know. I don't want to get caught up on the cutting the cable thing because you know what I was watching. But so that that was pulling it out of there. I said, well, let's see how this goes. And, you know, at first I was watching that basketball game. And I said, well, it's the first half. I got a prayer, prayer so the gods are due. It Sunday, it's Sunday. You know, gods, I got to get this knocked out at 11, whatever time. I said, well, I'm going to start at 1130. But, you know, then I started, I said, let me see. I got a lot of channels. I didn't even get through them because I got to that one channel right at whatever the time was turning. I think it became 11 o'clock. And that movie started, which I wrote down the name of it, but I don't have it. Uh, 
Oh, boy, guys, how, how you expect me to stop what I'm doing and say my prayers? And I was on a channel up there. I don't even know what channel it was. Digital channel. I wish I would have known. I would have cut the cord months ago, guys. So that was a movie, an older movie. So it wasn't hmm, fictional. So last week was nonfiction. This goes back to the fiction of Actually, and it was in the vein of Snowpiercer, but it was an old movie, guys. I don't know how old because I'm terrible at, uh, I'm guessing, 60s, uh, maybe. It was in color. I believe it, was, it took place in Korea. I believe it was probably a Korean movie, but it was a, a, a base on, or it was it had vein, very similar to Japanese movies about Godzilla. I think it was called the. I, I got to watch the rest of it. I was like, man, I got to say these prayers. I really want to just sit around and watch this movie, but I don't have two hours to sit around, which is the downside of court cutting. It's like, well, it's on. You got to watch it. And uh, you might say, well, get by some other stuff. Well, what do I look like, gods? If you leave a freaking, you know, TiVo or some, you know, other deep PVR with no monthly bill, I'll use it. But uh, it's not important. So that movie was awesome. Now, oh, before that, for like five minutes, we watched a show. I was like, what the hell is this? There was a puppet. That was when I had the TV, only the TV and not the volume, because I was working and editing the podcast. And I said, well, let's just get, I just searched for the channels to see what we could pull out of the ether. That's what I was doing first. And then I said basketball, and I said, well, let's see what else is break. And then I saw that freaking puppet talking to that man. They look like they're in some sort of woodworking situation. I said, holy shit, gods, look at this. And then I got done editing the podcast. I said, holy crap, this is cool. I love old. It, that was old. It was in color, though, too. That had to be 50s, maybe, gods. Maybe. I don't know when they had color TV. But that was, I was like, they could be, t and it was on mute. So I was like, I don't even know what the hell these two are talking about. They look like they're arguing. Uh, and it could have been anything. And then I said, well, you know, I'm done editing. Let me turn the volume on this thing. Next six segues into some, that was a children's program. I think it was called Howdy Doody. The guy in the uh, cowboy outfit, I think his name's Howdy Doody. There's a clown named Clarabelle. And the segment we watched with the volume man gods, that was like a comedy segment. There was puppets talking. They were kind of narrating were commenting on what was happening. Howdy Doody, Clarabelle, the very attractive young woman in the hot pants. I don't know why the hell she was in short shorts on a children's program, but I liked it. You know, whoa, boy. So there was that. And then there was uh, two older people, both comedy foil types. One, some rich guy-looking guy, and the other kind of an eccentric woman. And they were having a seance. Clarabelle was scared. And seance means they're, you know, praying into the uh, world of the undead, basically, or the dead, you know. And I thought it was, wow, this is from the 50s. They're talking about this lady's, they're trying to get hold of, like, her fourth husband who's not alive. Powerful stuff that you'd say today. If someone saw that, they'd say, I'm going to call my lawyer and, you know, shut this down, talking about divorce and dead husbands. And they were joking about it. And maybe, you know, depending on what your faith, you know, uh, whatever word I use for that, belief system, you know, your faith, you might be a fan, you might say, well, I don't believe in talking to dead people, but end up it was a scam anyway, pay off, it was the dude that was arguing with the puppet from the earlier sequence, 
So I don't know, guys, I sneak, I know I'm not supposed to pray for myself, but let me sneak one in here, guys. You know, if I, I wouldn't mind doing a show like that. I could dress like Howdy Doody, I think. I love puppets. I don't know. I think maybe there's a market for that. That was very high brow, much higher brow. I don't think that I've ever seen the Howdy Doody show before. I didn't see Howdy Doody. I think Howdy Doody is that guy's sidekick. Maybe his name's not Howdy Doody. Maybe Howdy Doody's like his best friend of puppet. But anyway, so then we watched that, guys. And then I said, let's change channels again. A lot of infomercials. But even on the cable, there's freaking half that crap's infomercials. But then we get to this channel, and I say, what the hell? Remember, there was, it was space. And I said, oh, this could be anything. Long, long pan. About the longest pan I've ever seen across space. It was about two minutes till they got to Earth. Then it started to close in on Earth. Then I said, you know, whatever, the monster from beyond or the monster, for the creature from the deep or something. What a masterpiece. And people say, oh, was this a bad movie or a good movie? I was watching it. like, And, I, and there was stuff that you could make fun of it, but it was still gripping. I love monster movies. Like I said, there's a whole genre called Godzilla uh, that this is based on. They're trying to reboot it in different ways now. I would prefer it, to be honest, guys, if John August had made his movie. Because uh, I trust things in his hands a little bit more than the, the products that have been put out um, by other people. No offense to anybody, but not, my, monster, my monster movie has not been made yet. Or maybe it has. It's called Jurassic Park. Um, but so... But there was no monster when we were watching. The best, my favorite part was so the people got married. You remember that? Then they're driving to their honeymoon, and then they get hit with a blue ray, and they start itching. They almost crash their car. And I very well, great story time. I said, "What is happening now?" Oh, one more thing, guys. They actually speak Korean. They were Korean, but then they put American voices on top of it. So maybe that's why it looked a little weird if you were watching them talk. So that way, you know, you can watch it in America. In Korea, they would have probably spoken their own voices in Korean. But anyway, so um, I said, what the hell is this blue ray? And then they got out of the car, and then their buddy was driving along. He said, why are you guys acting so weird? You're supposed to be on your honeymoon. And then the end of that kid was hiding. Very well-dressed kid. It even added to my intrigue because he was so well-dressed, shooting a ray at them, an itch ray. And the guy, they said, we don't know. We just started itching like crazy here. And we're trying to go to our honeymoon. He said, oh, I think I know what's going on. Why don't you guys go? And then he caught the kid. Or no, they were there. And he said, what are you doing? He said, well, I was shooting with this ray gun I found in your lab. I think that was his dad or his uncle or the guy sleeping with his mom, something. And he said, oh, boy, uh, you're not supposed to have that ray gun. I'm sorry I left that itch ray around. One. I don't even, I mean, that's awesome. There was so much technology. There was a cell, cell phones in this movie. It had to be from the 60s. Uh, I mean, they were walkie-talkies uh, uh, in the movie, but uh, then they go on their honeymoon. Whole nother layer, because she wants to have sex and he's not interested, which she was, he, he was like, oh, I just took a nap. Now I'm going to go to bed. Wasn't that? And uh, he said, she said, well, you know, it's it's uh, time for us to consummate the marriage, uh, you know, sexy time. And he, then he was playing, but it was also like a, a little bit, there's some patriarchy there, but it was also like, come on, man, uh, your beautiful wife wants to sleep with you. You know, what's your problem? And then finally, I think he was trying to play coy, like he was the one in control. And then he's like, I'm just kidding, shorty. And then he started kissing her. 
And Shorty does not refer to her height. She wasn't short, guys. I think that's like a term that was used like in the 90s. And um, um, I think they call it Bay. That was maybe the last two years ago. I don't know the latest one. But um, anyway, Honey, Honey Bun. And so then, but then as soon as he's about to, uh, you know, his her dad calls on the secret cell phone that's in his briefcase and he says, uh, rocket was about to launch. What's going on? And they say, well, we got a rocket, that actual rocket. You got to get back here. And he says, well, I was about to, you know, I, you know, I, I know it was awkward that I've, you know, been hooking up with your daughter and you're my boss, but, you know, and then he says, get back to base. And then they go back to base. A lot of tea drinking and cigarette smoking gods. You probably noticed. You said, huh, oh, that's different. Cigarettes we'll talk about another time. Tea's good still. Now, now probably the best idea to be drinking tea out of teacups around all that electrical. Because then they launch, I was like, they launch a, a rocket. I think it was to spy, it was a spy ship. Because they said, you got to go observe what's happening. I think it was for nuclear testing or something. And then he gives over, finds an earthquake. They lose uh, one thing was that they did some, uh, what do you call that, uh, where he explains stuff. I can't remember. But that through the newsreels while it was happening, which didn't make a lot of sense because it was print media. But this just in, we've lost contact with the rocket. That was happening live. But, you know, then they come back. He lands. Then he's got his wife and another beautiful woman on his arm. Very, uh... And he says, I don't know, it's an earthquake and it's out of control. And they say, oh, it's headed right for uh, right for Korea, it turned out. But again, I don't know what year this was made, so I don't want to get into the politics or the history of uh, Korea, North Korea, South Korea. But I definitely want to watch this movie again. Because then I said, well, I can't, you know, I got to get this done. I got to get these prayers done. I got a full plate. So I don't know what's going to happen, guys. I hope there's a monster. There was not one yet. Uh, cool. Ideally, it'd be cool. We'll fight another monster. What? I mean, the itch ray, there's about a 99.9999% chance that's what's going to be what stops it. But that's okay. You know, will the little kid wield the uh, itch ray? Will he make someone itch in an uncomfortable moment when they're like, all is lost? And then his dad says, oh, wait a second, we could magnify that because the monster has giant, this is what, now my story, you know, he's got those claws, so then it'll itch, because he said, yeah, that's probably what'll happen. But still, I want to see what the monster looks like. I like to see a destruction, especially when they have all the military attacking it. It's always cool and electrical. They do a great job. There's good effects in this movie for whenever it was made, I thought, um... So I'd say, guys, it looks like I prayed up. I um, dominated the prayer time with wondering about that movie. But, you I mean, that's what, you know, that's what we live in the moment, present. Well, that was a past moment, but, and then the future, because I want to watch it. Uh, now I'm like, what else is going to be on this channel here? I think it was called, like, the, uh, it was a strange name for a channel. Um, I did take a picture of it. It's because the weird name of the movie, Yang Yang Gary, was the name of the monster. Yang Gary, creature from the deep. I think that was the name of it. Yang Gary, Young Gary, Yang Gary, something like that. I don't know. So that's it, guys. Uh, monster movies. Check it. I mean, you guys must have like a D. You must have like some. I mean, you don't have to worry about cord cut. I mean, you're cordless, right? 
right? I don't know. I don't know. Do you? Maybe you don't need to be entertained and distracted because you're gods. I don't know. I guess if I was a god, I'd definitely, you know, I'd be like, wow, could I be the Bacchanalian god? Would that mean I could go to that lifestyle without any consequences or awkwardness? Or, you know, um, you know, uh, what do you call infantile, infantilizing my life or being stuck, you know, whatever. You know, that would be ideal if I, but maybe if you're a god, you're like, well, it doesn't seem like it ever wears thin for the Bacchanalian god. But that's you, Jester, so I guess I can't take that over. But you could take over. You could be like the Clarabelle uh, to my, well, Howdy Doody, or the guy, Bob, I think might have been his name. He was not very, uh, there was some sexuality on that show. I mean, there's very, a lot of legs. Uh, and then the woman talking about her ex-husbands, I mean, you have sex with your husbands, so she, she was, uh, you know, but so maybe I could be, well, then it's a kid's show. But, I mean, I'm not the one that did it. Uh, there was no denying the sexuality. And, and probably the, there's like a tongue-in-cheek stuff. I know puppets like to talk dirty, even if it's like, uh, you know, you know, is that a cigar or a cigar, you know, like a Freudian type stuff. All right, gods, that's it. Um Sorry to confuse you, but I had to be honest about, you know, I didn't want to pray. I am, you know, I did not want to pray and, and reconnect with you. I wanted to watch the Korean monster movie. And speaking of which, oh, I didn't even think about Korean, um, Snowpiercer's Korean. That's what I was going to say, but it's also in the vein of Snowpiercer. Hey, this movie, suspend your disbelief and relax and let's have a little fun. Okay, maybe you'll learn something. The Snowpiercer said, well, maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you'll see something that strikes something. But but this movie is more like, hey, you know, you could make fun of it, which I love making fun of movies and people that do that. But also if it, when it's a monster movie, maybe that uh, I say, well, hey, jokey critic, let's show uh, it could be a monster. It could be cool stuff. So let's not ruin it with saying, why is there an itch ray? And why the hell isn't it locked up, you idiot? Where's the uh, CPS child? You know, this guy shouldn't have a kid. And, you know, why not have some sex right on screen there? Huh? Never mind, guys. Forget I said that part. All right, I got to go. Thank you for your time. And, you know, your elusive support is always appreciated. I think I asked you guys for something. I can't Oh. Yeah, maybe Buffalo Bill was that his name? No, that was a bad. That's a bad guy. Uh, Buffalo Bob, maybe. I don't like clowns though, but Clarabelle didn't look too bad. Like so, it didn't scare me like some other clowns have. All right, guys, talk to you soon. Bye.